Hello and welcome to the Life Unscripted podcast, the podcast that invites you to break free from the ordinary and embrace the extraordinary journey of self-discovery and empowerment. Join us as we dive deep into conversations with experts, thought leaders and real people, sharing their insights, stories and practical tips to help you navigate life's challenges and seize its opportunities. So whether you're tuning in during your morning commute, your daily workout or your quiet moments of reflection, get ready to embark on an incredible journey of self-discovery and transformation. Go and hit that subscribe button to never miss an episode and join us as we create lives that are authentically ours, unscripted and limitless. This is Life Unscripted and your story starts now. You've conditioned your body like people think that it's not boring but you know, I, I'm since having a child, I want to be more about longevity. I used to be one of them mm. where I, I, I say to my brother this morning, oh, I don't care, I don't really want to live till I'm 70, 80, I don't, I don't really care. Now I've had a child, I want to be living until I'm 80, and I want to be going, if we've got on, I want to go on holiday with my daughter, and if she wants to go on a jet ski, I want to go on a jet ski yeah. at 80 years old. So yeah. I'm trying to condition myself to, have those experiences. to keep yeah, 100%. that experience yeah. going. You know, and like we were saying about the inflammation, like um, your back, my back pain and stuff like that, I do steps now. I know, um, you know, so stretching and stuff like that, but then I also know that saunas reduce inflammation. So mm-hmm. I have, you know, I get in cold showers. And, yeah, cold and, baths. You know, yeah, and yeah. Co- so I, I do them things. things. Lately, isn't it? Cold yeah. baths and that. Yeah, but massive. I do them things as well to... So to sort of help well-being yeah well-being things that are you know positively impact your well-being mm. and that's what a lot of people just ain't got time for no they don't want to do it some people just think it's about work and doing nothing or you know not even being able to work yeah <laughs> we live in a society today where it's like well why can't you work oh i've got this i've got that have you mm. doesn't mean you can't work it's 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 just the, the spectrum's just completely tipped in it yeah do you know what i mean yeah it's um yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of worrying in, in certain things when you see more and more people like I'm working on a main road in, in on a building site and it's just I look around and I just feel another seat overweight 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 mm. overweight like and it's constant yeah and I just think and it's and it's all self-inflicted you know yeah. I mean they even say it. that type, like even type 2 diabetes lifestyle choices is, is lifestyle choices, choices. It's, lifestyle it, choices. It, they, and they even reckon cancer can be sort of Related to uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, so you got to look you got to look at your life. Yeah. You know, I understand if you're George Best lived till he was sixty, probably had a wicked sixty, whatever he was, wicked sixty years of his life. We ain't live, we ain't George Best. No, you know, you can't live like that. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm conscious of what I do, and I'm not out on the piss all the time. But I will, I'm not saying don't enjoy yourself, but mm. just I take the other steps in place. Yeah. So when I do I go on the piss or do have a takeaway or do I don't feel bad about it and it don't make me feel shit so I've no. got all the other steps in place but well, it's that saying isn't it everything in moderation yeah everything in moderation because too much of anything is bad for you good or bad good or bad yeah. simple as yeah it is and well you've sort of just, uh, answered this sort of thing like what steps do you take to maintain your own mental health and well-being yeah I think like me and my partner talk sometimes. Sometimes, obviously, we'll have work at the same organisation. Sometimes we talk what negative, um, and we're aware of that and we limit that. But sometimes, just listening, having a moan, having an event, socialising, getting out and about, having walks—you know, doing really like nice 
enjoyable stuff with a family. I'm real big on the family just getting away and having a break. Mm. Whether it be like, you know, in England or out of England, yeah. off coast, on coast, whatever, whatever you can do, it's it's a chance, like we said earlier, for your brain to just stop. Mm. Like when I went to see that um, psychologist and she was just like, you know, when, when do you ever not think about stuff? So I think for me now, I pay attention to that more. We've got like a little secret like seaside area that, you know, a dad lives down and mum, her mum was there as well. Um, and we've always made it like our little, just our little break. Yeah. And we'll always go there because when we go there, we just feel like the problems are just left behind. And it helps us, you know, and we'll, we'll try and do that. We ain't done it this year because of the sort of studying, the studying took its toll and obviously that was a priority. But when we went back um, this year, we both looked at each other and we were like, it's, been, it's actually been really nice. Yeah. You can tell we needed it. So yeah, like you said earlier, like paying attention to yourselves and when you need a break. Because nowadays people are like, oh, I need a break, I need a break. Go and have a break then. Yeah. Yeah, but this and that, yeah, but this and that. Is it really all about money? No. You know, if you can afford and sacrifice things, yeah. choices and decisions, yeah. then go and have a break because long-term not having a break will cause stress. Yeah. If you're being long-term stress, you'll get anxious, you'll get worried. That causes you the risk of heart attack. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Cardiovascular disease. That's what I meant. Look at the other... Yeah, how, many people, at how many people do we know that are just dying at such a young age? Because yeah. long-term stress, it, it's not a good thing. No. But, you know, we live in a day now where people think money, 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 work, 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 work. No, absolutely not. It's not good. It's not good for anyone. It ain't at all. No. I, had a, I had a chat with my mortgage advisor when we was sorting out my mortgage. And like, we took the little into Disneyland for Christmas. Couldn't really, couldn't afford it. Mm. But we needed it. Yeah. And I think I said this and last week. Do you reckon week, there'll be, there's a little sense of truth and be honest now where... You wanted to, yeah, because it's yeah. You need to take your the most, yeah. And it, but what it is, I think I said, I touched on parents. You feel pressured to, because all kids should go to Disneyland. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We live in that now. We yeah. live. In, we live in that. Yeah. Where like my, my partner says, it, oh, I'd love to just go to Disneyland with her, and I said, why? You know, because I've actually seen a celebrity going to Disneyland, and he's got, he's got the old phone out, and he's like, it's crap here. Don't come here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It may not have been crap for yeah, you, yeah, yeah. but it, it, you don't really know what's on the other side of yeah. down until you get in there. You know, and, and the stress and the build-up of the, the financial gathering for that, because it ain't exactly a cheap, because it's not the reason, the, what, the reason why we did it is because my missus' family is massive, and we spend a lot of money at Christmas, mm. a, lot, a lot of money, and I didn't want anything for Christmas. Yeah. So I thought, I ain't spending close to two grand on other people for Christmas when I don't want anything back so I was yeah. like I said to her scrap Christmas yeah. write it off we'll go on a holiday we'll go and have an holiday mm. so we paid what we would have spent that for was people. Christmas that was Christmas so yeah. and she had we had the best Christmas ever like the little and loved it and it was like yes I couldn't afford it but I'll remember that forever my little and remember that forever and there's you know I'll just have to sack you know we're, we're paying it off now and we'll pay it off for the next one or two years whatever but that's a sacrifice that the, the that was far better at that time. At the worth. time, yeah, yeah. and it, helps and it always will be. I'll never. That's something I'll never regret. Yeah. It's got a positive it's, memory. Yeah. yeah, it's not. Oh, we what we don't have. We have less takeaway. We less do. We do this less. Do that less. They actually. So that thing benefits more than the other little things that you're doing. And it actually teaches you a process of. Well, we've realised now what's important. Mm. We've realised what we can sacrifice. So when yeah. you, when you're putting those sacrifices in. 
you realise in a way that you can actually save money. Yeah. You realise in a way of the poor lifestyle changes that you make as a couple within a household day to day. And you learn from that. And then it's like a whole new level of, bloody hell, weren't we wasting yeah. money on crap? You know, you look at it like six months ago, we was we were buying this, getting this, yeah. spending that, eating this, doing that. And it's like, because we've had the sacrifice now of something good, we can now also apply it again and do something more productive. Yeah. It's same when people sit there and go, I ain't got time to go gym. So, but they look at their phone and they've probably been on Instagram or social media for an hour or whatever of their time. Go gym for half hour and spend half hour on your phone. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but... Yeah. You know, like go. To, you you don't need to go to the gym for an hour or whatever. If you go in for 10, 20 minutes, 10, 20 minutes, 30 100%. minutes, go to the gym for 30 minutes, then spend half hour on your phone. Yeah. At least yeah. that's use it as a reward. There's, top, there's, te- there's treadmills now with your Netflix series on. Oh, no. Yeah. Why are you watching Netflix series yeah. at home? Yeah. Just walk on a treadmill, yeah. won't you? Yeah. Oh, I need to catch up on Game of Thrones and Stranger Things. All right. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. That's how easy. And that's a good thing. It, it's, a good, it's a good yeah. thing. But I, don't, I still don't see people using that it, it, in, in my way I view it as a waste because yeah. what we're doing is, is we're dismissing the importance of physical exercise yeah. we're saying that Netflix is more important because people yeah. are that's there on top of a treadmill now do you yeah. know what I mean and it, I'll get the convenience yeah. but also I think it, if I had someone being like oh I do need to lose weight and they're, they're watching Netflix I'd be like for me it's just another opportunity to absolutely grill them and be like well if you missed last week's Top Boy episode that treadmill and that bolt has got Netflix on, crack on, mate. Yeah, because you'd be like, you know there's you know going to be something else. Like, yeah. Oh, well, you know. And but, but then again, it's all I sort of look at, like, when I said straight away, yeah, that's a good way of using technology, but then I look at it now after you've spoken then and just thought, but again, it's not, people are not being in the moment. You know, like you're going, like, so they're not on that treadmill, not thinking, like, or just thinking over their day. No. Or think, you know, like, assessing, uh, you know, the day that, uh, that yeah, they've just had yeah. and the day they're ahead. They're, they're getting a distraction again. Yeah, and you know? the old, the, you know, the old gym and physical exercise, it, the, the individuals have got to take some responsibility and go through a process of, of enjoying it and wanting to yeah. do it with that motivation and discipline. If that's not there, it's not going to work. It's, it's going to be short-lived. They're going to pull the blame card out. They're going to say the way that someone made them feel or the way they felt in the environment. It's not just gyms, because this is what I see a lot, even in mental health settings and outside of mental health settings. It's always someone else's fault. Yeah. It's yeah, always yeah, something, it's, this yeah. won't work and that won't work in, but it made me feel that. It's like, well, okay, you can try it again. No. That's the problem. You've already made your mind up. Yeah. You've already put, you've already sealed it, closed it, it's in the envelope, bang, send it off. That didn't work. No, that didn't work. Yeah. Why well, didn't it work? Okay, you can try again then. Do you know what I mean? Or look yeah. at what you can try. And my mind is constantly like that with people. I'm constantly like assessing and thinking, well, what can we do? I think it's a good thing with me because I like, that's why I enjoy mental health is I absolutely love looking at the individual and just mapping out what can we do for this individual? Why isn't this working? Where do they want to be? How can we, we join those gaps? Yeah. Um, and like, like I said, like being involved with the PT and, and learning so much over the past years has really helped me like just value people for people. And I think in society we need to start doing that. Yeah. Not looking at people just judging on who they are on Instagram, what they're wearing, how much money they earn, you know, or whether they said something bad that was six or twelve months ago that you find upsetting. We'll get over that. Yeah. Or go and tell them. Yeah. Like go tell, and tell them. them. Yeah. Tell them. 
What are you yeah. worried about? How are you expecting to fix things and people? Like they don't know. People? They might they not even know. know. They've said something to upset uh, yeah, you. I don't even know. They might, not, they might not even meant it. No. I read. I've started to read a book um, on a touching on like you know people try something once or whatever and it don't work. There's a book called um, The Power of One More by a. a a bloke that I've listened quite often, um, Ed Moyler, his name, he's an American bloke. And um, I started to read it. It's just like the one more, you know, like say, you know, people start a business, for example. Not every business in the world started once and, and flourished. No, you know, absolutely not. You know, and, it, and it's same, so that, and, that, and that's with life. You know, like, so he, so he's like, the one more, I'll do this one, I'll go one to the more. gym one more time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll do, and it's creating things that also like become a habit. So, like, you know, we we um, brush our teeth without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I know a bloke that's what he wanted his like his friend wanted to go to the gym. So he said to him, "Right, just get up in the morning, drive to the gym, drive home, yeah, and do yeah, that yeah. for a week. So you're integrating already, yeah. and then go into the, then then just like walk in the gym, yep." Yeah. Yep. You know, do do um, go in the changing rooms and then mm. come out. And then yeah. in the end, it was, then it worked out to going in the gym for 10 minutes and then it upped it to, and it, I mean, it come a routine. Yeah, routine structure. So it's, and then, so then he goes to the gym, me, like, he's brush, so he's, like he's brushing his teeth. Brushing his teeth, comes part of the day, day long. Yeah. We, do, we apply very similar things in care, very similar things in, in, in the care industry. And I'm a big believer in that, like mm. integrating people. It's, it's definitely the step forward. Because I think there is a big gap. And I do think it's not straightforward as what people say, oh, do this and try that. You know, there has, there has got to be some halfway realistic kind of support interventions needed. And I think you can apply that in anything. Um, you know, like when people are like, they don't want to go to the doctors or they don't want to take this. Well, take half of it then. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Take some medications then. Try it. Or take a leaflet, read about it, think about trying it. Not just no. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's not just medication. It's like the non the like we said earlier, yeah. the non medical ones as well. That's a really big thing. Yeah. See, I, I'm, I don't like when people when you, me and you know a lot of lads that people take drugs and drink a lot. Yeah. Okay, but try, just try and reduce it then. Yeah. Or whether you whether they got really bad teeth and they're trying to lose weight, just have having two sugars, just have one sugar. Try a sweetener, or don't try a sweetener, but. Just try have less cups of coffee. With you then imprinted in some people like me and you a lot. And people like, are like, "What do you mean I can't? Yeah. I can't." But you're saying you can't, so you're not going to be able to. But okay, there's there's the full distance of I want to. I don't want to have any more sugar. I can't have any more sugar. To you're having a shitload of sugar a day. There's your. There's a good rational option, like you're saying with the guy at the gym. Mm. Just reduce one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's thinking in that time, isn't it? and if they're not willing to do that, it's difficult to actually even start. Well, yeah, that's realistic, then, mate. That's going to work, mate. And you know what I mean? It's, what you're saying is like you see, like you apply everything, uh, apply everything that the knowledge in one area to other areas. So you know, I, I going back to the tea thing, so I, or coffee, whatever. I so I used to have coffee with milk, two sugars. I have black coffee now. I can't. I cannot have. I'm quite rude sometimes. Somebody will make me a coffee and they put milk in it. And my missus will go, just drink it. I'm like, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, can't drink yeah. it. Or, or I accidentally put a sugar in. Make me another coffee. I cannot, <laughs> like, yeah. I cannot no, have that, that coffee. Yeah. And, you know, I, I applied this to my brother, the, that way of thinking with, like, saving his money. Mm. So he was like, yeah, I'm going to save £200 a week. I went, start off with £10. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 
don't be realistic. Don't set yourself look if, if you don't say two hundred pound that week, you're going to feel shit. So yeah, start with ten pound. Yeah, exactly. Because you then you're move te- up to twenty. Because you're telling your brain if it ain't two hundred pound, you failed. Yeah, you failed. Yeah. When really, if it's ten pound, you've saved ten pound. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. And and and. Like, again, I know we keep going about the gym and that, but lifestyle changes and the gym and exercise and losing weight and getting healthy is very much like that. People, because we live in such a generation of the end result, I want it now, yeah. I want. Instant. I'd love to sit here and look at myself and go, I want to get my six-pack back, Scott, from when I was 21 and everyone knew me ripped. It's not going to work. I'm not all of a sudden going to get to that. I've got to look at, I want to lose four pounds in the next two weeks and then I'm going to lose another four pounds. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then I'm going to start like getting more steps in, and then I'm going to start cutting my sugars down. Small things yeah. that are realistic and able to apply day to day that will eventually get me to my long term goal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I had to build it up in my studies yeah. as well. I had to build it up with, well, I need an essay. What have I got to do? Well, I've got to read 30 minutes of this. Then I've got to jot down this the next day. Then I'm going to take notes. Then I'm going to plan. Then I'm going to restructure it. And I'm, I'm terrible for academic, mate. I mean, you know, that's what I'm knowing me. I'm more practical, yeah, physical. Same. So that really helped me, like that planning organisation and being aware and being like, there's my goal, this is my starting point. What steps can I put in place to actually get to that goal? Yeah. And it's a big thing in mental health. Um, like, again, I keep saying about the Front Bruno Foundation, but we set up like, um, what was it called again? Like goal setting and planning, and we we gave people like short term goals, medium term, long term goals. I just lovely little lad, broke his arm, just constantly getting in trouble. Had enough gang culture, this and that. He couldn't box anymore because he hurt his hand, so he felt like he w- couldn't do what he wanted to do. So his motivation, discipline, was just out the window. So then come the behavioural issues. He, he was a lovely lad. He didn't want to do that, but he kept on doing it, and he was just like, "Well, how are you going to get better?" You know, and he was like, well, I need my arm to get fixed. So how are you going to get your arm fixed? Well, I need to rest it more. Well, how are you going to rest it more? Stop doing this. Okay. So he realised that by having short, medium, long-term goals, it was going to get him to where he wants. He's now boxing again. Yeah. But if he didn't have that in, he'd still be out about doing the bad things and his, his arm wouldn't have got fixed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just interesting how such a very simple, complex thing... When you slap it onto someone at the right place at the right time, with the right person, yeah, and it's non-medical, it will work. Yeah, similar to you meeting that woman, right person, right time, yeah. right place, works. I just think people have got to apply certain things. So like, stems again, stems of everything. So I'm a bricklayer, but I taught. So I've done this extension. I've done everything in this extension, apart from the plastering and the plumbing work, but everything else. I, so I applied what I knew from my bricklaying and applied it to chip carpentry and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. And I thought, you know, I didn't know how to put a door frame in or hang a door, but, but I applied but, what I knew. But now look at it. Yeah, but I, so I, you know, and that's why I look at it in life. I apply things that, yeah, I, I've never started a business, but if I was going to start a business, I'd approach it to the way that, say, I'll get myself up in the morning and go to the gym or, or the way I eat or, you know, them little processes that I take. Yeah. And apply it to that. Things that are good for you. Yeah. yeah. And just think, well, this is Things how... Things you know are going to work. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a therapist, um, Mike, he's absolutely amazing therapist, wicked. And he and he said about... Because um, I said to him um, about my time and my stru- how I structure my time. And I, just, and I just felt overwhelmed a lot. And he said... And then we got onto the conversation of, like, say, bank accounts. 
So I said, like, I've got eight, like about eight bank accounts. So I'll get paid and all my money just goes to all yeah. loads of different bank accounts. So I said, that's what works for me. I've got spending money, I've got savings accounts, I've got so holiday accounts, stru- structured. structured. So, and he structure. said, apply that with your time. Yeah. So he said, so your time, you feel overwhelmed. So he said, Tuesday, you want to, so he said, you want to play in your playroom because with the playroom, in, in the playroom with your daughter. And you keep finding you, you, you know you're not doing it one day you're doing it, you can't do it the next day so he's stressing you he said yeah. make a day yeah. so every Tuesday now is my day so I don't care what else I've got to and do that's a method isn't it I come home and it's right get a shower Euler we're going to go and play in the playroom with your Barbie dolls I don't want to sit in the fucking playroom and play with Barbie dolls I'm 40 or nearly 40 year old man but that's what she that I know one day she ain't going to want to play in the, in the playroom with Barbie dolls and I'm going to come home I've said this before, but I'll say it again. I'm going to come home from work and I'm going to go, Tuesday, do you want to go in your playroom? And she'll go, no. I'm going out with my friends or I'm doing this. And I'll go, and that's going to crush me. Mm. So I'll do it. But what, what again, is what, what he, he said there. And, and I thought, why, did, why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I apply what I applied to my bank accounts with my time and just structure it? And then, it, and then a lot of people go, oh, you, but planning all the time. But... Planning helps and it works. 100%. It's not boring. Hundred percent. So I'm, I've just yes, it might. I've planned it. I've not written it down, but I've planned it in my head, and, and now I'm less stressed. Yeah. So I'm in that playroom and I'm present and I'm there and I'm playing every Tuesday and we're playing the playroom. Yeah. And I'd, and that's that's it. It don't. So it had a method. Yeah. By applying the method, it worked. And yeah. Through the process, it was a productive result. Yeah. Um, we 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 have spoke a little about a bit about this, but um. What do you think contributes to the rise in mental health issues in the modern day? I was going to start touch on like COVID. Have you noticed since so, COVID? Yeah, is... Very, very good subjects. I think we live in a generation now where there's this comparison. You know, the yeah. biggest one I see out there is comparison. I see so many people that want to look the same. Um, everyone wants a great body. Everyone wants to be full of tattoos, have white teeth, beautiful hair, great car. But are you happy? Trying, trying to get to look like that and why are you getting to look like external that? validation external validation um, image you know and it creates insecurities it looks looks wealthy doesn't it looks good but are you happy yeah. no well, okay there's there's the problem you're not happy because you don't know why you're doing that why are you doing that what is your goal what is your plan and so you've got sitting there what with a Viv- Vivian Westwood t-shirt on yeah, yeah, that's yeah, cost you yeah. like three days work and I've got a, and I've got a Primark t-shirt on I'm moaning you that I'm skint I've got no money yeah but then but does it make you better because you've got a Vivian Westwood t-shirt on Absolutely and not. I'll, I'll, I'll just not be funny I'll look at you and go if you had it on I'll go dickhead yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean because yeah. I know how long it's took you to work for that yeah. and I've got this t-shirt from Primark and yeah. it, you know whatever and it's just yeah. like and I know I've had to work probably 20 minutes for that 100% you've had to work three days for it you know yeah 100% so I think you know people comparing each other's imagery um, social acceptance lack of social love you know post-Covid there, there are so many people now that I know that are really struggling still with Covid um, I know people that have got anxiety they're worried now because there's an expectation now to go on then go back to normal everything's all good all of a sudden you don't need to test yourself you don't need to do this don't worry about it go on crack on people are like well you've reprogrammed my mind and brain to think about things before I do them to reduce the risk of getting um, infected and now you're saying just crack on not normal you can't you shouldn't be doing that to human beings because you're just reprogramming their brain and you're expecting you're putting a lot of expectation on them to just change now and change is a process over time. 
People it's like, can't it's like, do that. It's like taking a lion out of a zoo and putting him in the on, African Off you jungle. Go. Yeah, go on, go, go with your mates on, over mate. there. It's like lions. Like, I've just been living in a cage, mate, <laughs> yeah. on my own. Yeah. Go and eat. Go and hunt. Yeah. I don't know how to eat yeah. them. Because I'm getting fed it, and you know. Exactly the same thing. So I think COVID has caused a lot of problems, anxiety. We all know anxiety. You know, you got suicide. When I was on a couple of mission wards on my placement, that, that typical sort of male category, you know, between forties and fifties, yeah. not just men. You know, I don't want to be too sexist, but the facts and stats out there state that it is more men that bottom it up. They don't talk because of lack of social life, because of, it's not sort of doing what we're doing. Yeah. You know, talking, just being like, oh, shut up, mate, man up and get on with it. Yeah. That don't cut it now. And, you know, people are at that age where once they settle down in life, they don't have a purpose. They don't know what they're doing. They feel bad. Work becomes just work. They feel like they can't or because of finance issues or because of, uh, a problem where they need to pout they can't provide as much for their partner they don't look as good lack of testosterone levels they can't keep the partner happy they don't talk about it they just bottle it up you know and I've seen it front line and it was shocking it was it was terrible that, that these people were just deciding to end their lives because they've gone down the road for so long for such a long period of time where it just become too much for them and 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 the, and the the beginning of it was a very realistic day-to-day problem that me and you probably experienced. And that's really sad. You just think, you poor fucker. Yeah, you know, they didn't poor have fucker. the tools to deal with it. Didn't have the tools, didn't have the coping mm. skills. And didn't have the balls. Yeah. You know, once the... Luckily, some of these people survived, you know, and we were able to talk to them um, and give them some education, awareness, and make them realise the, the turning point and what's actually out there. Um... Yeah, so I think culture, stigma, judgment, you know, me and you know a couple of characters around Dustin that have that have passed away lately and it's been terrible and there's been a huge like incline in suicide and people going into hospitals with poor mental health and substances, alcohol, bereavement, loss and time, time. Because people feel like they don't have time to have a break, have a time out go on holiday, I need, still need to go to work, but I can't talk to anyone. And then, you know, before they're off sick, and then lost money, because really, they never said to their manager, fuck me, I'm really struggling here. Companies need to start changing in terms of supporting mental health and going, right, okay, Scott, if you're telling me that um, you're feeling X, Y, and Z, we have got this support, we have got this counselling, we have got this intervention that can help you. That's the way forward. Yeah. Not making you feel like you're the problem, because it's actually okay to feel shit and low. It's normal, you're a human. Every brain has got a certain amount of stress and pressure and when it's at it, it's at it. It will start shutting down on you. You can't stop that, you can't fight that. Do you know what I mean? And I think people just barricade, barricade, barricade and the way they cope with it will be like to drink more, to do more drugs, to spend more, which doesn't really help them. But if no one's there, paying attention to that and supporting them underneath, then they're not going to be aware. There's already expectations on them. And I think expectations is a big one for me. Like people are expected to to reach out and learn and, and do all these things, but they don't know. If they don't know, nothing's going to change. No. Do you know and what I mean? That, In this country, a, we're really bad. And that's the reason why really I wanted bad. to start this, because yes. I just feel that... You mean, like we're sitting here having a conversation blabbering on and stuff like that and, and you know we're not highly educated you're far more educated in mental health than I am um, 
but it's nice to give that sort of thing. Oh, I can relate to that. Yeah. You know, massively. oh, this is how I've been yeah, feeling. Or, or, you know, massively. maybe I'm going to try to go to the gym more. Or mm. you know, if they if they like the gym, or or, or, or like this area, you know, yeah. I'm going to. Like you know, I said colouring. Somebody might music. somebody might sit there and go, oh, yeah, I used to like that as a kid, or or I like colouring. I used to like that at school. Maybe I'll get a colouring book out again mm. and and start colouring, and, yeah. and and it might help someone. You know, like yeah. really. Like, um, I went round the corners of the local Wheatsheaf pub, and that's just been reowned. But with the reowning, she's already started to do local village community events, and what's that? What's that? What that's caused is so much more positivity around that area. Yeah, she's getting more money, which benefits that organisation. The probably binge drinking is decreased because the events are there more often, so people actually don't go there just to get pissed off the rent now. They go to attend the events because with the events, you're seeing people more, you're seeing old faces. You're talking to them more. You're enjoying it more. So now they're reducing the money. So the drink's cheaper. So it's slowly getting back to that area that we want it to be. Yeah. Instead of, you know, like, how you doing? Have as much as you want. Fill your boots. Now fuck off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. when you go... Like, we want you your go, money. Now fuck off. want your money. Now yeah. fuck off. And, and, and we're doing it. And yeah. we're falling for it. Yeah. You know, with, with, the, with the enhancements of technology and online and everything being shoved in your face. Because you're forgetting what's important for you and what's good for you. You go... Actually, when was the last time I actually just spoke to that person on the phone? When was that last time I actually didn't speak to the person and turned up at the doorstep? Because you have got time for it, everyone has. It's just that you don't want to because this tech and what we're doing now is making us lazy. It's making us de-skilled. It's making us uneducated. It's not making us use what we need to use. And we need to use our hands and feet and brain. Hmm. Um, mental health, you know, like, like relationships, domestic abuse, violence... There's a lot of cues in the, in the cam service, and I think there's a big culture of parents just being really bad parents. And oh, he's got ADHD, he's got this, he's got that. When I was at that Frank Bruno placement, there was people bringing their kids in saying that my child's a problem. And I'm like, if you're a parent and you're saying my child's a problem in front of your child, that is a problem on its own. That on its own is going to give your child yeah. probably mental health issues. Yeah. Potentially good. You're talking because cool. you're knocking their confidence. If they've got no confidence, they can't interact and talk. They don't want it. No. Like it's everything's internal. The problem's me. There's nothing wrong with a child being different. But a child. Where's is... diversity gone in this? Do you know what I mean? Why are you saying your child needs to be like all the other kids? Yeah. That's your child. Yeah. Embrace that and try and change it. Don't bring it in with a slap label like all of a sudden this area is going to push the button and fix your child. Because equally, what have you tried to do? But he's going to look to you child. still. And, then, and, and some of the, the answer is, with some of the parents, nothing. Mm. The amount of times I have people going, oh, he's got this, got that. And I watch the kid and I think, your kid's fine. He's actually communicating and behaving to you like he wants some love and attention. That's, boy, that's got all his, you need to that's do. That's why he's got child. ADHD. Try your best, love your kids and give them attention. Yeah. That's it. A lot of, a lot of the times, so a kid's... A, you've got a good kid. He's good. He don't get no praise and, and attention. When he's naughty, he gets he gets attention. Whether yeah. it's bad attention, he's going to go. So he, this is how I'll get attention. I don't have to be naughty now. I want to be yeah. naughty because I'll get attention. Yeah. You know, you've got not me for any modern day technology. So a parent sitting there scrolling through, not paying attention. That's what I play in the playroom, my little. And I don't come. Out, I don't be on my phone on when I get home from work. No, you know, I especially know. when awesome. you know she goes up for a shower with missus I'm, I, I can have a 10 minute scroll yeah. if I want to I saw but something I, yesterday on social media do you remember like, um, when we were kids and you built like a massive uh, dry dry mud and, and you whacked holes in it 
and you got the cars and made yeah, the tracks. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that, yeah. yeah. Oh, mate, yeah. I, I was like, that was the best time yeah. of my life, yeah. just with these little tour cars yeah. and a pile of dirt yeah. and sitting there with your short, shorts and T-shirt. <laughs> Nowadays, if, if a mum and dad were to see that, they would go mental at the kid. What are you doing? Yeah. You're filthy. Yeah. Oh, that little... He's having fun. Yeah. Let kids have fun. Don't put your fingers in your mouth and let yeah. kids have fun, man. Yeah. Not the kids. You yeah. can't. You shouldn't stop. And they're not kids, kids for long. Being kids because through those experiences they grow up and learn. They know what dirt is. They know it makes them dirty. If you're constantly grabbing a kick and you'll get dirt and what their hands, they ain't gonna know what what anything is. No. Do you know what I mean? I touched up on this sort of area last week when I was speaking to Dan, and I said, so my missus family they're very wittily. Mm. in what they do and I said and I said to my I explained to my missus I said it's coming from a good place but you don't understand the effect when my little one's going to climb up a climbing frame and your and one of your family members is going be careful be careful be careful be careful you, you try, you, you're more or less saying to that kid you might fall and hurt yourself yeah but so then they become less confident in, in climbing in, ev- but in everything makes them more prone so to my, falling my little will go and start a job uh, want to start a business but all she's heard in her head She's got no self-confidence because it'd be careful, be careful, be careful, be careful, be careful in her head. Be careful, so be careful, she's yeah. going to go and start a business where she's gone, I, I ain't confident. I need to be careful. I need to be careful. I need to be careful more. Yeah, this is this is risky. Mm. 100%. I ain't doing it. 100%. So it's coming from a good place, but I said, you know... Just be mindful what, of how you yeah. say it and why you say it. And why you say it. And apply it at the time it's needed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah when, when, she, when she's at the top of the climbing frame and she looks like she's going to fall, mm. that's the time to say be careful. Yeah. That's totally fine. Yeah. Because you're worried that she may fall. Yeah. If you're saying to someone you might fall before, that they may not even attempt that now. Yeah. And it's knocking their confidence before they even attempt it. And it's not just a crime frame. I've seen like lots yeah, of life, kids. Yeah. But if they did fall, it'd be like, and I'm, I'm, I've only just learned this recently because I mean, I have my little and I wrapped it. She's my precious thing and I wrapped her in bubble wraps. And all of a sudden now she's older. I'm like, well, I'll go up the climb frame. And, she, and but she's gone, but you've made me not want to go up it. Mm. So, and I've only come to this realisation with the areas of, the other areas, it's sort of like, if they do fall over, it's like, right, you fell over, well, what, how could we avoided this? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. let the Kid, child... Kids, kids learn by mistakes. Yeah. We learn as adults yeah. by pain, mistakes and hurting yeah. themselves. If you're, if you're stopping that, kids are going to learn from mm. And also, learn, like, I, I agree, learn from your own mistakes, but also I like to learn from other people's mistakes. Mm. So I, I'm observe, observing them and going, well, they've done that. I ain't doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But you do that by listening. Yeah. And some people can't listen. No. Which is, is the problem. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying I'm a perfect listener and this is another reason why, again, doing this. And it's like, I, wanna, I want to listen more. Mm. You know, I'll get moaned at more. My miss is that I don't listen. Because... A lot of the time, it's stuff I probably don't need to really know. <laughs> or it's stuff that you don't want to listen to. Yeah. You know... But you, and I, I do that. Sometimes I, I realise that I should stop and listen yeah. just because it makes her feel validated yeah. and important. Yeah. And that's a big thing in relationship. Yeah. You know, she'll go, oh, I told you five minutes ago. You know, and yeah. my, my, they'll test me and go, where's mummy gone out for a work meal tonight? In my head, all I know, you need to know, is she's gone out for a work meal. I don't need to know the mm-hmm. place in my head you know what I mean yes. yeah, I don't yeah, need yeah, to know yeah. the place so I've remembered she's yeah. going out for yeah. work sometimes I probably don't even remember that I'm the same but I'm the same. it's like stopping you know but that's me being mm. thinking of that's everything else and, and everything like that so I need to you know I'm learning to sort of like slow down a little bit and you can talk to people and look like you're listening but you ain't listening no 
No. You know, you're like, you can sometimes you can see it, they're looking right through you, or they're like, their mouth's going ready to say what they want to say. Yeah, and I think we live, a, we live in a society of groups of people and parents and families and loved ones where we are just doing that, which is a big thing that's causing yeah. mental health. No one understands me, no one listens to me yeah. because we don't. Yeah. How are you, mate? You're right, yeah, sound, not too bad. Yeah, do you want a drink? Mm. Yeah, I'm all right. How's work? Yeah, good, sweet. I've spoke to you now, you'll sound next. Yeah, yeah. Next, yeah. I've done my bit. You know, and I'll. If I was to speak to you and you was to feel terrible, who's got time for you? Mm. And if I do see you and speak to you and we go to a pub and I go, oh, hey, Scott, if you're down in mental health, you're not going to all of a sudden go, do you know what, Craig? I feel really fucking low. Mm. I've been really fucking depressed. I've gone to see a doctor. I felt like killing myself last week. No one's going to say that. But then again, going back to that book, The Power of One More, if you asked that person and then you went, but are you really okay? Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah. then, and they might open up then. And you know, seeing the signs. More... And seeing the signs yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. And people should be scared of reaching out to help people. You know, I'll go to the gym and people, I think, uh, good, you know, this is going to sound really arrogant, but a few people know I work in mental health and a few people know, um, you know, my career and that. And that, some people come to, come and speak to me, which is fine, because I like that. Mm. I don't mind being that caring, supportive person. There's also some people that would avoid me as well. And I know they avoid me because of, I'm aware of their issues. But yeah. I, it's a real fine line between me walking out and going up and going, are you actually okay? But we all should be trying that. Mm. We, because it does make a massive difference. Because that person will go home and be like, someone cared about me today. Yeah, It may stop them from doing something they don't want to do. It may stop them from killing themselves. May top may stop them from overdosing. May make them put the bottle down. May make them not you know, do drugs or hang around with someone who they shouldn't be hanging around or doing things that's not good for their mental health because yeah. someone someone cares about me, someone listens yeah. to me, someone understands me. I have value. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we're not communicating and behaving in a certain way day to day that credits those things that are really important for us. Yeah. That we need. Yeah, I mean, I was going through a bit of shit in the past a few years ago and uh, a mate of mine of 20 years Um he knew roughly what was, you know, I was, the issues and stuff like that, but he never put his arm around me. Mm. And he went to other people, oh, Scott's in a bit of a mood today, what's fucking wrong with him? Mate of 20 years, all he needed to do was like, Scott, what's up, you're a bit shitty today, mate, mm. well, you're a bit quiet, you ain't said much, you know, your attitude's off, this, not, this is not you, mm. what's up? He didn't do it, and we're, not, yeah. we're not friends now. But, but he knew. Yeah. And the, the interesting thing is, the way he communicated it is actually probably common day-to-day mm. way of communicating it. It's not me, it's him, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and it, he knows there's something there, but he doesn't know how to approach and communicate. But it's affecting him as well. And that comes through time. Yeah. That comes through time, learning, you know, knowledge, experience. Um, and I think, like we said earlier, that is that is one of the biggest cause problems. People bounce people bounce off each other negatively. Mm. What the fuck's up with you, mate? Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. What's fucking wrong with you? What's fucking up with you? Yeah. And then you, you're going to think then, well, what do I want to tell you? <laughs> I, am a, I am a problem. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I am a problem. There is something wrong with me. Yeah. And I'll see that again with parents and kids. What the fuck's wrong with you? Stop fucking around. Stop fucking misbehaving. The problem, they're saying it, the problem's a child. Yeah. By saying that to someone, the problem's a child. Yeah. You know, I, I, I lose my lid because conversation with people and it's like oh well you know they're not the cleverest think about what you're fucking saying in yeah. front of your kid yeah your kid's heard that you're, you might as well say to your kid you're thick yeah you start saying that you can't say that yeah. to people and even yourself that's traumatising yeah. yeah that is traumatising yeah. you know what I mean 
I've, I've, you know, one of the reasons I'm doing my nurse training is because I'll never forget it. When I was a healthcare assistant, someone said to me in front of someone in a socially, like, well, we were socialising. I think I was working with my friend Landscape. Oh, no, he's not a nurse. He's just a healthcare assistant. And I, 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 mate, I felt like fucking shit. And you remember I'm that? Just, yeah, I remember that. that. I remember that. And I've used that as a strength to go, I'm not just a fucking healthcare assistant. I actually know my fucking shit and I'm going to be a fucking nurse now. Mm. When I become a nurse, I'm going to walk up to you and say, I'm a fucking qualified nurse now, mm. not just a healthcare assistant. And by saying that, what are you saying to people in healthcare then? And then what's funny is down the line, the person that wants to go work in healthcare. Do you know what I mean? Like, value people. Don't put people down. No. Putting people down can really... I, I'm i quite sensitive. Yeah. Really sensitive. Obviously, just by saying it. Yeah. You can tell because I'm getting quite a big. Yeah. But people need to start being aware of what yeah. they're saying and think about the impact it has on people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I rem- you remember stuff. I could say story after story of little things that were said even like growing up and teenage years and stuff like it's that. It's there. And it's still there. It will always be there. It will never go away. No. But people need to start thinking to stop doing that to people because mm. that is what causes mental health causes yeah. trauma causes feelings there's emotions there's it floods the brain you know what I mean yeah. you know, those those areas of negative feelings will go to, I don't know what area of the brain it is but it will go to there and just flood it and mm. stay there and you won't be able to problem solve you won't be able to think you won't be able to move forward it's hard getting over it or oh, should I get over it mm. I ain't over it, obviously, and you know I'm talking. <laughs> exactly, do you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. my coping was, all right, sound, I'm going to try and beat that. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. and I will. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which will make me feel better, which will make me cope for that negative mm-hmm. feeling. And it's the same with even not just speaking to people, it's talking to yourself like that. You know, if you, if you say that to yourself, I mean, as weird as it sounds, people say if you... If you speak to yourself out loud, yeah, in a, I in can a, do this. I've I can this. do this. I've got this. Like, not just think it, because yep. apparently, if you say it out loud, it... Jim's a great example. If I'm on, a, if I'm doing a, a, a heavy thing, oh, I've got this. Yeah, I've got this. Some mm. your person becomes behind you. Yeah, Connor, mate, you got this. Right, let's yeah. go. Let's go. You're gonna do it. Yeah. You walk in there, low. Oh, I feel tired today. I can't do this. You ain't gonna do it. No. And that's not just the gym and weights. That's what I'm saying. Apply it again to... It's like that of anything. Yeah. We're studying. Your work, when you built this, mm. your family, being a dad, your life, saving money. Yeah. Like what you said about your brother, oh, I ain't do this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and like you said, relating to that with the brother thing, give people positive reinforcement in what they have done, not yeah. what they haven't done. Yeah. Stop focusing on what they haven't done. Stop picking people at their faults and the negatives because it's negative. Oh, what's fucking up with you? Well, you just grilled me on a shitload of negative things, mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Validate people's efforts. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, last question then, mate. Oh, not the mic. Um, which I'm going to ask it, which I ask everyone, is what advice would you give to your younger self? If there was one bit of advice, what would you give really to your younger question, self? Um, Do you see little 10 year old Craig? Yeah, I think I, I, I got bullied a lot of school. And that, that kind of affected my confidence in sports and being the cool kid. I think I've become a mature, confident person as I left school and I started doing the PT and, and the care work. I think I wish I knuckled down more at school to then get a better career at a younger age, to be at a more 
and I don't relate to just money, but obviously, you know, we're we're all aware we live in we live in a a country where your financial kind of state is important. Yeah. And I wish now that I knuckled down more at school, so I didn't have to go through three years of studying now to get a decent career at the age of thirty six with two kids because it's been absolute. Oh, it's been ridiculous, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it and nearly there. It's beyond me. I wish. I chose an easier route and the easier route would have been go to school, focus more, don't be the class clown. Do you know what I mean? Um, and that, yeah, I just wish I'd done that more, yeah. a lot more money. Then that would have benefited me having a better career and earning more money yeah. instead of backtracking now. Don't get me wrong, I'm not skint. No. But just me and the missus sitting at home renting a property and looking at the way the finances are and the way the government and the country's going, it's just like, we ever going to get to that and it's not a nice feeling we don't enjoy it and I think it does give us both a level of anxiety and stress and expectations which is unhealthy yeah do you know what I mean do you it expect, affects, you're giving it your affects her it affects me it affects our mood because it's just that oh it's one thing after another it's one thing after another I'd like to be in a position now where we've got our mortgage we've got a house the two kids are safe and sound and I've provided for them I would feel better in myself now if I'd chosen to knuckle down more at school, get decent GCSEs, and then maybe open a bit more of a career pathway. But at the same time, I didn't know I was going to work in mental health. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to be a PT that then led me to work in mental health. I think as long as you keep trying and keep going, and you're aware of what you're doing. Yeah. And That's what I would say, like, to, pretty much the same to, as I would say to my younger self, to, when you're saying about being the class clown, and you've, because you, you, you're trying to impress you're getting out you're trying to get a outside validation again social expectations because you're trying to, to fit in accepted. yeah but yeah and yet I mean you you do see other lot like, people from from school but that's a nice close-knit friendship that you've had from mm. school that probably you wasn't being the class clown with and stuff like that but I don't see anybody that I was trying to impress at school being the class mm. clown and that you're sitting outside in the hall doing my work because I've been farting or yeah, you know, yeah, making people yeah. laugh or whatever. Yeah. And you get them lads at school that knuckled down, you'd call them the boffs or whatever, they'd knuckle down. Doing well now. And they're doing they? well now. And you thought, who's had to... Who's laughing? Who's laughing? So they're, <laughs> yes, they might have indulged in, you know, a few years of a little bit of teasing and, you know, nothing. We never, no, at my school, nothing was ever extreme. You know, they might, we'd call it banter now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, as a teenager, getting banter isn't it can it's quite damaging and traumatizing. But yeah. when you get older, it's, it's just banter. It did well, certain levels of it anyway. Um, but now they're they've got more they've got longevity of enjoying themselves. You know, so and that's the way I would look at it. And I would I would have told myself, you know, if I could tell my younger self, and that's the way I apply to my daughter. Don't really blame it on my parents. I'll be a lot more forceful on my child in a good way yeah you know come home with homework i'll be like right you got any homework yeah, you know, let's sit down 100%. and do it get out i'll tell her now she's nine years old i said she'd have one bit of homework like maths do a few sums 10 sums or so come in from school do it i said because you've got to get yourself used to coming home and having an hour's worth of homework and two hours worth can, of homework it's good that you can recognize that and then pass it through to correct it because i never had generation. that yeah i mean i'll come home i'm going go you got any homework i'll go nah and then that'll be it i'll be out playing and then i'll have to copy off some lad in the morning so um, and I'll look back and I'll go I wish I'm not blaming them 100% well, but I'm going time, I wish it? that she'd have been a bit more my parents would have been a bit more forceful mm. at the time because at the time it would have been horrible but I'd mm. appreciate it now yeah, you know what yeah, I mean definitely. 
Yeah. But well, cheers for that, mate. Anyway. No, that's all. I appreciate that. Good talk. All right, cheers. Oi. Well, that was the end of the episode, and I want to thank you for listening. I hope you took some from our conversation today. Please follow or subscribe. The link to the Instagram page will be in the description. Please feel free to DM me if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast. 